Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Good afternoon. It's Saturday. It's Excess Manchester. My name's Matt White and this is my friend Simon Bins. <sighs> Mate, that's not a very positive start. What's the matter? Mate, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I have to say... Tired. I look. I look You're awful, man. I look like I I slept in a tree last night. Did I think you? Ugh, might as well have done, mate. Can I just point out that um, I know you always claim to be kind of on the cutting edge of technology. And you, <laughs> you know how social media works, but you came in and we're 15 minutes late starting the show, pretty much because you couldn't work your car parking app. Uh, You've got to type in a number. No, but technology is supposed to make life easier, isn't it? and it just doesn't. It's like I went to park my car. And I've got a parking app, but then this parking meter, that's a different app, so I download the app, and then you've got to put your details in, and then they send you a password, and that never works. And then you've got to reset your password, then you've got to put your details in, and then you've got to find the numbers. It's just, I can't see anything because I'm so tired. You need to sort yourself out, mate. <laughs> why, can't I just, why can't I just put money in the machine? This is going to be a long two hours if you keep this up. <sighs> it feels like two hours already. Lots of good stuff to talk about this afternoon, including Simon... Uh, my posh lunch, uh, your posh lunch a bit, uh, Weatherspoons, not being happy, uh, and Keith Sutherland being a dude. Great. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Sexist Manchester, my name's Matt, this is Simon. Hello. Uh, every Saturday we get together and just talk about stuff that's going on in Manchester. Now, often we are celebrating places that open, new restaurants we can go to, but there is some sad news. Uh, is it sad? <laughs> Look <laughs> at your sad? tiny sad face. Well, I mean, you know, places open, as one door opens, another one closes. And this week, one has closed, Mahiki uh, is was a bar. Yeah, but a lot of people are just going to go, where, what? And that's the problem, yeah. I think. And it, it, it hadn't even been open a year. And so, it was it was a brand that is it's, it's big in London. It's big internationally. I think there's one in Dubai. Was uh, it owned by Giggs and Gary Neville? No. So they kind of, they helped bring the concept to Manchester. So they helped launch it. They established it. They had kind of links with it in London. And Gary Neville, at the time of opening, we did a piece on it in October, September, October. And he said, oh, no, it's not going to be like a London pretentious place. The opposite Opposite of pretentious, it's going to be really relaxed and laid back and it's not celeb it's cool. And then they had a big opening where they had David Beckham and loads of celebs and Cheshire Housewives and all that lot. And uh, yeah, I went to the opening and I stayed about 15 seconds. Well, you got kicked out. <laughs> for, for once, no, actually. Uh, I went downstairs into the basement underneath... Was uh, it on the locks? It's where 1 Central Street used to be oh, around right, that way. Okay. So it's, yeah, near, yeah, it's yeah. near the town hall. 
uh, opposite Red Street Barbecue, down the stairs into a basement, and it just like it smelled of umbongo. Oh, mate, that's a plus. Not in a good way, though. They drink it in the Congo. That sweet, sickly smell. Yeah, and there was two girls with grass skirts with horrendous looking drinks. That's and a uh, plus. I just thought, Where's the no, negatives in all this? It's Simon? just, I just, it's a bit done in it. It's a bit done. Tiki bars. Tiki bars, yeah, but it, if it, like, tiki bars got to be a bit rough and ready and a bit, a bit down and dirty and good fun. They should get the girls in the grass skirts, they should call tiki girls. The tiki girls? Yeah. The, t- the tiki song. Yeah. Uh, and so it was Sorry. just a bit. It was kind of like Panacea meets the Liars Club, but with the appeal of neither, I suppose. That was a problem. So if you're if you're a tiki bar, there's somewhere better to go. If you're at a celebrity place, somewhere better to go. So it never really found its audience. People maybe didn't know what it is. It's in a basement. That's hard enough. So it just never really got going. Manchester didn't really take to it. Let's say goodbye then. Bye, Mahiki. Bye, Mahiki. Someone should open an Umbungo bar. <laughs> In the Northern Quarter, that would make a million pounds on its first weekend. I'd go. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Excess Manchester, Saturday afternoon. Hello, my name is Matt White. This is Simon Bins. Hello. We are uh, two brands colliding, Excess Manchester and City Life. Um, creating an explosion of genius. Do you on think? The radio. Do you think so, mate? Not really. A dribble, a dribble of dribble. <laughs> I would say. Parp of disappointment. Um, we're here every week just to kind of talk about what's going on in and around Manchester. One of the big things that's happening is Morrissey's coming uh, and doing two big gigs. Moz is coming home. Yeah, Moz is he's, coming, he's home. coming to Castlefield Bowl for two big gigs. And are we bothered? Are you bothered? I don't think I'm that bothered. Which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, but do you know why? I think because I love the Smiths, man. I love the Smiths. As well you should. I quite like some of Morrissey's solo stuff, mm-hmm. some of it. The earlier stuff's better. Yeah. In fact, it's, you know, it's all right. But he is just a bit off, isn't he? He's a bit... He's he, increasingly hard to love. He just says some stuff that I just think, Morrissey, shut up. Yeah, and it's... You know, Stop talking. He's, he's, the Mori speaks, the Mori kind of moves away from the rest of the Smiths, I think, a little bit, which is a shame. Which is a shame. But, but he, he doesn't he, care, does he? He does not care. He lives in LA. Uh, he kind of feels like he's done his stuff and he doesn't really have to apologise for saying whatever he wants to say. But he is coming back to Manchester on the 7th and 8th of July, Castlefield Bowl, which is a great venue in Manchester. Oh, it's so cracking. It's great for summer gigs. Uh, I think one night is sold out, one night uh, isn't. Vegan and vegetarian food stalls, no meat. Uh, you know, I respect that. Yeah, he, he kind of he sticks to his guns as, as much as you may or may not agree with him. Well, I don't agree with him with most of the things he talks about. No, we got offered an interview with him, uh, which is rare, actually. He's tried to sue us uh, twice, maybe three times. Yeah, I think, yeah. And one of my predecessors, Andy Spinoza, who has a PR firm in Manchester, who is great, uh, has a uh, handwritten letter on his wall from Morrissey saying that he will never, ever give uh, the Manchester Evening News an interview. Which he which he has on his wallet as some kind of you know like a what and then he went on like to offer you an interview well, twice decades later uh, and then that interview very quickly went away when he said something about Brexit so we nearly got him uh, but it's, it's never going to happen I don't think which is a shame because I'd love to interview him. yeah but if you let the music do the talking if you go along to the gig it's going to be a mega gig however I have heard on the last couple of shows he's done people were walking out because he was just political rants people want to hear the songs yes yeah. 
It's like you go to see Nigel Farage, you don't want him singing Smith songs. <laughs> Do the hits, Nigel. <laughs> the City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Excess Manchester afternoon, I'm Matt. This is Simon. It's Excess Manchester and City Life together at last. Yeah. And we've been talking about the fact that Morrissey's coming to Manchester soon, going to be playing at the Castlefield Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um which always makes it sound very grand, I think. It's a good title, the Castlefield Bowl. It makes it sound enormous. Although, I mean, it does, you can get like 10,000 people in there. Oh, it's, it's big. It's a cracking venue. It's big. Um, and they've got the kind of mini weekend festival coming up soon, haven't they? Yeah, so it's Sounds of the City. And this started a few years ago, but it's really established itself now. It was a good run of gigs in the summer. Like Nell Gallagher's played, Charlton's have played. I saw Ashcroft there last year. Okay, Fire last year as well. Yeah, so really, really good shows. Uh, so, yeah, it all starts again uh, next week. On the 27th of June is the first one. Nile Rogers and Sheik. Yeah, I like Sheik. Yeah? Do you like all of their three chords? I like all of their three <laughs> chords. Um, one of the best days of my life, it was when uh, Andy Murray won Wimbledon for the first time. Yeah. We watched Andy Murray win, win Wimbledon mm-hmm. in Coventry and then drove to Birmingham to some funny little festival and watched Sheik perform. And it was just, honestly, yeah. I can tell by the way you frowned <laughs> at me, you've got a problem with this. I they would not... make Sheik live a brilliant. Just that you framed it as one of the best days of your life. It was. And then it went, it was in Coventry and involved tennis. Well, that's regionalist, isn't it? A little bit. It's and your hometown, though, isn't it? It's your hometown. Yeah, Coventry's all right, man. Fine. But yeah, now Rogers kicks it all off. Uh, then it's the Sheds two days later. Yeah. Then it's Hacienda Classical. That'll be good. That. That'll be special, always is. When they come home, uh, the Levelers. The Levelers. I hate the levelers, mate. <laughs> you hate the levelers. Like, and I always have. I think sometimes you have to be impartial on the radio and not really... But I hate the levelers. When I was at school and college and the levelers were kind of getting pretty big, I didn't want to be friends with people who like levelers, and I still don't. All my mates that were into the levelers started getting dogs on string. Yeah, have a wash. Wear shoes. <laughs> it's not. So there's no reason for not wearing shoes, I don't think, if you own them and you live in a town, city or whatever. Put them on. For the record, if you are a Levelers fan, I think Simon was way more offensive than, than me. <laughs> fine. I don't want to be friends with you if you're a Levelers fan. We've established that. And you probably don't want to be friends with me. I'm fine with that. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Excess Manchester Saturday afternoon with me and Simon. Um, talking about stuff that's going on in and around Manchester, but I just want to kind of hijack this for a moment and talk about stuff that was going on in my house. Oh, you want to make it all about you? I do a, a, li- a little bit. Simonitis, I call that. Okay. Um, I can't remember what we were watching, but we were with my two kids. One's seven, one's nearly four. Um, and the word sex came on the television. Now, we weren't watching anything we shouldn't have been. I can't remember what it was. Maybe The Simpsons. It's know. everywhere, and there are some quite risque cartoons out there. But my son just turned to me mm. and said to me, Daddy, what's sex? <laughs> now, <laughs> I hadn't prepared myself for this question. Who does? Well, I should off thinking what, about it. And my advice went on. What I was, did you say? It's a bit like salmon, son. <laughs> it, it really, it couldn't be anything less like salmon, could it? Not really. But my wife just spun around and looked at me. And I, I bet just, she did. I just thought, but luckily, he just went, all right, thanks a lot. Oh, you do realise you've certainly damaged his first relationship and possibly all of them for the rest of his but life. What's going to happen? is at school, when they get to that stage when they're going to go, do you know what sex is? <laughs> Leo's going to go quite profoundly, yeah, yeah I do, it's salmon. Yeah. And it, yeah He's going to get battered. And then you'll get a letter home from the teacher. What it happens though, doesn't it? It's like I, my son is seven, Alfie, and uh, he turned around to me one day and just went, he's, well, he's marched into the room and went, Daddy, am I sexy? Whoa, what'd you say? I said, well, what do you think it means? And he went, well, it just means... Salmon. 
Yes. There's another variety of fish. No, he went, oh, it just means I can dance really well. Oh. I was like, okay, then yes. But then that's what the, the kids, Mike, they do see people singing about being sexy. And... Yeah, he just kind of flossed himself off into the playroom and that was it. The problem is, is because you're always banging out Right Said Fred records, aren't you? <laughs> Relentlessly, mate. I can't get enough of it. No, it's kids kind of, they have no filter, do they really? My daughter Daisy wants to ask me um, in the car, who earns more money, David Cameron or Jason Derulo? Wow, good question. And I had to tell her that it was probably Jason Derulo. It's 100%. <laughs> Without a doubt. The Prime Minister's on like £140,000 yeah, a year. So, and she couldn't really get her head around the fact that a rapper earned more money than the man who at that time ran the country. It's incredible, isn't it? And neither could I. So they go, oh, mate, kids really do say the funniest well, they say, oh, There's a programme in that somewhere. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Binns. 24 is a good programme. 24 is a good programme. we'll program. talk a bit more about that later. No, let's talk about that now. Shall we? Yeah, because you mentioned it earlier. Why are you talking about Keith Sutherland? <sighs> because he's in a band. Well, he is, a, but he's got a band. He's, right. he, he's a bit of a songwriter and a singer. He does country music. And uh, he does plays, it? yeah, he does. Uh, well, like all Hollywood rock stars. They can kind of do what they like, can't they, after a certain time? So the other week, Johnny Depp was in town with Hollywood Vampires. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And so on the 28th of June, uh, Albert Hall, Kiefer Sutherland. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. Doing a gig. I don't think I want to go and see Kiefer Sutherland singing yeah, you country music. I don't think I do, mate. No, you, well, you don't want to necessarily see him singing country music. You just want to go and see Kiefer Sutherland and point out him and go, there's Kiefer Sutherland. But then five minutes in, I think I'd, I'd be done. I'd go, all right. I've seen him. I've seen him. Maybe. But what normally happens is when uh, artists have got tours coming up, we get a phone call from their PR going, do you want to speak to him? And sometimes you go, no. Uh, and sometimes you go, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I do. Worth pointing out at this stage, in case anyone missed anything that we said previously, that you work for the Manchester Evening News. I work for City Life. Um, so you're going to meet him? Well, I was having lunch uh, and the phone rang and it was an American number and I picked it up. It and was I thought, never Kiefer. Shut up, mate. Hey, man, this is Kiefer. No. Yes. Promise. I absolutely swear. And in fact, my colleague Emily Heward was with me and she took a video of that moment and she lost her mind. And I put him on the phone to me. Hey man, it's Kiefer. He was in his tour bus uh, somewhere in between Vienna and Spain yeah. drinking shots of whiskey. It was everything I wanted it to be when I spoke to Keith Sutherland slash Jack Bauer. He was a dude. We had a bit of a drinking game. I got involved in it. Every time I could make him say the word storytelling, he had to have a shot and I got him on three shots within about three minutes. No way. Which was pretty good. He was great. He was like, you know... I would have played Jack Bauer forever, but, you know, how many bad days can one man have? Did he talk about the Lost Boys? Yeah, so I asked him that if the apocalypse was going down, who would he rather have in his corner, David from the Lost Boys or Jack Bauer? Who did you say? David from the Lost Boys. Yes, mate. And his answer was good. It was, well, he's a vampire, which is a good start, but his motto is, sleep all day, party all night. Party all night, of course. So Love the Lost Boys. Why wouldn't you? Me too. And I uh, love Jack Bauer more than, <laughs> not all of my children, but maybe one of them. I, w- <laughs> I once, uh, I was about 12, I uh, was trying to get a girl around my house for a date because mm-hmm. I loved her, Amanda Grant, beautiful yeah. girl. Um, and she Hi, said, Amanda, oh, if you're I there. said, you want to come around and watch The Lost Boys? No, no, no. I said, you want to come around and watch the film? And she mm. said, yeah, The Lost Boys, it's my favourite film. And I lied and went, mine too. <laughs> oh. I, I know all the words. And she went, oh, do you? That's not attractive. And I thought, damn it. So I had about three days. I had to hire out the Lost Boys from Blockbusters and memorise the words in three days. What and then so what? Then you could speak the words while she was watching it, thus totally ruining her enjoyment of the film. Yeah, and she let me put my hand on her leg. Whoa, that's not good. It's Excess Manchester. Going to talk more with Simon in just a little moment. 
The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. It's a beautiful day, especially in here at Excess Manchester because I'm spending it with you, Simon. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. It's, it's a beautiful day, you're right. It is Excess Manchester. I'm Matt White. This is Simon Bins uh, from City Life. From City Life, catch us in the Manchester News every Friday, but online all of the time. Catch us. Use the phrase catch us. I think I did, yeah, sorry. When I go to the Trafford Centre, Simon, mm-hmm. um, and I don't particularly enjoy it. Against your will? We, yeah, often, but we go there because I've got two children and it's easier to go in the Trafford Centre than it is to go into Manchester City Centre. That's their big trick, isn't it? They make it depressingly easy if you've got kids. It's very, very easy. Mm. But my favourite place there, bar none, without exception, is the Witherspoons. That says a lot about you and doesn't surprise me. You have called it in the past uh, and it's so true, like a crash for dads. It is. It's full of uh, people who don't want to go shopping. I love it. And when I'm doing the Christmas, you know when you're doing your mad Christmas shopping? Yep. I sometimes duck it once I buy a, a present, I reward myself with a pint. That is reasonable. So if you're buying seven presents, you come out levered. And everybody loves the spoons. Everyone loves the spoons. They do, they do, they do. I think they've done that thing that Aldi did and they've shook off that image before of being, oh, no, I'm not going there. Oh, yeah, the middle now class is yeah. uh, they're quite a My first job was in the Spoons, uh, the was one it? on Deansgate, Moon Water. It was massive back in the days when there weren't that many places to go in Manchester and it was rammed every Friday, Saturday night. It was, you could not move in there. Still is, mate. Mm. Um, but the reason we're talking about this is because uh, the Weatherspoons in Trafford Centre may be no more. Well, they want to go. I mean, there's not a suggestion that they will go, but they want to go. And so the boss of Weatherspoons, Tim Martin, who's been quite vocal on stuff like Brexit and all that in the past. Very vocal. Very vocal. Uh, he wrote a piece in the trade publication for pubs, which is called The Morning Advertiser, saying that the rent on that unit in the Trafford Centre has doubled, which has basically wiped out all their profit on that spot. So it doesn't make any money. So if they could bail out, they would. If Weatherspoons leave the Trafford Centre, I will shop no more. <laughs> you know, Christmas is ruined. My Christmas is ruined. Which is a weird one for Weatherspoons because they don't really close branches and at one time a day that was the highest earning Weatherspoons in the entire UK because of all the footfall that, that went past it. Is that right? Mm. Well, do you know what, Simon? Sometimes you are a very interesting man. <laughs> yeah, once in a blue moon, but it's worth hanging in for. It is, mate. It's Excess Manchester. I'm Matt, that's Simon. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. This is Excess Manchester 106.1 FM. Uh, by the way, you can get this on a podcast. So if you're one of the really unfortunate people that haven't listened to this yet, <laughs> you can get the last couple of episodes. Just search City Life Podcast, Excess Manchester, Matt White, Simon Bins. It's an incredibly rewarding way to spend 27 minutes or so. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. Mate, um, I know we always talk about uh, what we did and didn't we do great things? Hey, look at our lives. But... um. There's been a lot of stadium gigs in Manchester recently. More than I can ever remember. I went to see the Stones. You went to see the Stones. Yeah. Um, Who else did you been to see? I went to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, which apparently was quite good. Best gig ever. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it was really, really good. Uh, Emily Hewitt went to see the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I heard a lot Tuesday of good things about the Foo night. Fighters. However, I, I saw a lot on social media about the Foo Fighters where there was just carnage. So the people's tickets that they print themselves and whatever weren't scanning. So yeah. people couldn't get in the gig. For a little bit, there was a, a, an issue with, a, I think, 2,000 tickets. The barcodes wouldn't scan, and then they sorted it out, and then they got in. But I think Billy Joel thing, there was a problem there. We went to the Stones, and the studio wasn't great. And I think it's, it's just tough, isn't it? I think it's a consequence of, because where live is where the money is these days, the big acts want to play the big stadiums. They don't want to, they don't want to do arenas anymore. They want stadiums. And yeah. that's like 50,000, 60,000 people. And so... That's difficult to put on. You've got a lot of people to keep happy. Inevitably, something might happen. I organised a house party once in Chilton. 
And it was a nightmare. <laughs> did what? Did sixty thousand people turn up? Probably sixty. Did you put on Ticketmaster? But what I'm saying, Simon, is I've got experience in organising nights, <laughs> large-scale events for sixty so people. I, so I know, I know the pressure. I know what how they so feel. It's one step away, mate. I suppose, and uh, it's it's tricky. It one thing goes wrong, everyone gets annoyed. Everyone goes on Twitter, and there's a meltdown. Well, I'm not being funny, mate. But City Life and uh, the Manchester Evening News covered all the. Uh, all we stuff. all we can do is reflect what people are saying. So you helped, and what's going on? You helped whip up controversy. We simply reflected what was happening at the time. However, is that your standard issue response? Always the standard get out of jail free response. But they sorted it out pretty quickly, and people did get in, and the gig was amazing. Emily was uh, very impressed. You can catch that review in yesterday's City Life, or you can see it online. But um, they played for like nearly three hours. Did they? Yeah, they love it. Too long, mate. They'll play until people tell them to go home. Too long. I don't like it when it's too long. Short and quick. Yeah. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Right, I'm going to sit back for a minute, mate, because I know for a fact <laughs> that what you're about to talk about is going to annoy me. Yeah. It's yeah. probably going to annoy most people listening. It, it's it would, you showing off, It would it? annoy me, but it happened to me, so I can't be that annoyed by it. Listen, one of the things about doing the job that I do, I, I, I feel incredibly... Lucky, bless, say bless to do it. Not not hashtag blessed, <laughs> but I am incredibly lucky. And uh, I could, I moved to Manchester because I wanted to be the city life editor of the Manchester News, right? And I am. So that's kind of my ambition realised. I'm incredibly grateful for that, and I feel lucky every single day. Hashtag blessed, hashtag blessed. But no more lucky than uh, this week on Wednesday. Got a phone call. Do you want to go for lunch? Yeah, right then. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Girona to a two Michelin starred restaurant called Miramar? Yes, I do, Matthew, very much. So uh, so I did. And why did I do that? Because the chef there, Paco Perez, two Michelin stars. Sorry, uh, so, sorry. can you just say his name again? Paco Perez. I thought that's what he said. That's how they say yeah, it. I thought that's, no, what that's how they say it in Spain. Uh, he's opening a new restaurant in uh, Manchester on King Street called Tast. Uh, it's not a Spanish restaurant. It's a cat And you must make restaurant. that definition. And that is very, very important. Yeah, and yeah. they are very, very regionally proud and so they should be so what they wanted to do was get us out there and cook a few dishes that are going to be on the menu in, in Manchester and kind of tell us a bit about them and so it was like a whistle stop up early in the morning taxi plane train restaurant out for dinner later that evening have a bit of a kip get Night, up get nightmare. on the plane come home nightmare oh it's the first I've ever gone for lunch but it was amazing I'm not bothered <laughs> your face tells a very I'm different not bothered, story mate. is that why you look really angry I did. I mean, I did tweet loads of pictures and tag you in them, and you seem to take that very well. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like you sometimes, mate. <laughs> no, mate. Things like that. Listen, it was one of them where you think this is. I mean, this is great. This is really good. I feel really lucky, and the food was amazing. And Miramar's beautiful. And if you've not been to Girona, you should go because it's really, really beautiful. And it's only two hours away. It's dead cool. Do you know what, mate? On principle, I will never go to that place. <laughs> no, I know you won't. Hashtag even blessed. when you see it on a map, you will get annoyed. You're listening to Excess Manchester. I'm Matt. That's Simon. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Excess Manchester, I'm Matt White. This is Simon Bins from uh, City Life. Uh, we're here every Saturday from two o'clock just to talk about stuff going on in and around Manchester. Um, plenty of stuff going on. Simon's just spent five minutes ago banging on about some trip he went to to go and have a bit of dinner. Yeah, I did, didn't I? But didn't you and I go on a trip recently? Yeah. Mm. yeah, but I haven't been banging on about it, have I? Oh, you banged on about it relentlessly since we came back and you I've never seen you look more pleased with yourself. <laughs> Where did we go, Matthew? Where we you went, so all right, pleased with all right. Yourself. Well, we went to um, Naples. We did, didn't we? Yeah, for a couple of days. Mm. Um, Festa Italiana. 
took us. They did. Thanks, Festa Italiana. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Festa Italiana is back. This is its second year. It takes place in Cathedral Gardens. Uh, what are the dates, mate? July 13th to 15th. And it was good last year. Really good. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think this year's going to be bigger and better. Yeah. Um, Maurizio, who is from Salvi's. He's a good guy, man. Oh, I he love knew, him. He knew everyone in Naples as well. He was high-fiving people in the street. He was. Like, he down. grew up around... Like, we got taken for lunch in Positano and, and driven into Sorrento for the best ice cream I've ever ever had yeah and lots of limoncello <laughs> and grappa a, we drank a lot of grappa and limoncello we did a bit didn't we yeah um a great trip to italy but i'm really looking forward to festival italiana um and it's good for the city as well things like this it is because like we're talking about spanish restaurants and catalan restaurants before we've got a lot of italian restaurants but actually italy is uh, a very different place depending on what region you go to the kind of food and drink they're going so festa italiana Wants to kind of let people know about that and tell people where stuff comes from around Italy and, and kind of kind of make us understand the Italian restaurants and the Italian food we've got in Manchester a little bit more, which is a good thing. Yeah, and from my point of view and yours as well, they've got stuff for the kids going on down there as well. Is it yeah, going to be like yeah. a circus there for the kids this year? Which really is... good. Well, you know, Europeans, big on family and big on kind of involving kids in, in food and drink and the, the, the kind of the meal is, a, is an occasion, all that kind of stuff. So you'll get a sense of that down there as well, I think. You're very good. At, you can speak a bit of Italian as well, can't you, mate? Uh, <laughs> why, why are you not like my restaurant? Uh, you, can't, well, you can't do that. Oh, sorry, well, you, can't, you can't. You can't say that. It's not Italian, is it? You can't say that. Uh, ciao, ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella, Donna. Can say that. Uh, yeah. All right, man. That's enough. Mm. That's that's. You're going to offend a lot of people. That's literally it. So, if you want to find out more about Festa Italiana, because I genuinely do think this is going to be good. It's really good. Uh, go to their website, festaitalianauk.com. Mm. Do it now. Um, Simon, that's it. I mean, I, I can't say I've enjoyed it. Are we done for another week? Yeah, that's Thank it. Goodness for that. You're very tired, aren't you, mate? You're going to get a bit of sleep? I'm going to sleep until we do the show next week. Okay, well, I'll see you next week. It's Saturday. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.